0: Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Coastal Midweek Podcast. TJ, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Another episode, another week.
1: Yeah, another week of people probably not listening to this, but it's been fun.
0: Stop it, people. Listen, let's not go back to that again. (laughs) You know, I had a message at She Gathering. It was all about insecurity. I wasn't there. Maybe you should go listen. (laughs) Maybe I should, but I'm not a she,
1: so I was not invited. I was actually at a meeting uh, for... Lighthouse Point, and now paint is going on our yes. new location over there.
0: That is awesome. It's
1: incredible to I know. see. So,
0: but so so much of this, there's so many exciting things happening, but sometimes it's hard to see them. Yeah. Because I feel like in this season, it's kind of been hurry up and wait.
1: Totally hurry up and wait, which is not a great pers- thing for a person that lacks patience. Uh, i am a ready fire maybe. aim person
0: maybe god's trying to work that out in you
1: i I wish he would not
0: <laughs> well then get it
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i'm oh. i'm being forced to get it right now so
0: so why why did you choose this week um to talk about foundations and the foundation that we talk about that you talked about this week
1: well honestly I mean the the text kind of dictated it you know, that's that's the beautiful thing about the okay, Bible. Okay, so
0: you're going like line by line almost through.
1: Well, it just, you know, we talked about uh, the differences between trials and temptations, which mm-hmm. is the first part of James 1. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the rest of James 1 was about God's word and yeah. the importance of God's word yeah. in your life. And it just made sense, especially when we're considering how does life rattle us? mm mm-hmm that what we're building our hope on Mm -hmm. has to be something firm and secure. It has to be something that outlasts us. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we've seen this recently, just how a bad foundation will impact everything with the condo collapse just further down. Mm -hmm. Uh, We didn't really see the shaking. We didn't really experience the shaking. But all of a sudden there was something that happened. Yep. And,
0: it, and there was a slow erosion that nobody saw. saw.
1: It was mm-hmm. something beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. And because it was happening beneath the surface, it wasn't out public. Right. When the collapse came, it was catastrophic. Yeah. And it yeah. was deadly. And, and I think the same thing is true in our lives that... There is something that is there that if we're not taking care of it, that is below the surface, mm-hmm. that is if we're not making sure it's firm and it's secure and it's yeah. solid, then when we do get shaken or there is something that happens, man, the collapse,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the aftermath, yeah. the the impact is devastating.
0: What do you think are some signs that we don't have a good foundation?
1: I mean, if you're everything that happens in life is shaking you. Yeah. If every, like every, everything is bad news. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, everything's bad all the time. Everything is impacting you. Mm -hmm. I would say that your foundation is not very good. If, if every day you're turning on the news and go, Oh my gosh, what's,
0: yeah, if there's fear, fear and worry and
1: anxiety,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I would say your foundation is probably not built on something that's very solid. Or
0: or it's just a good indication that you need to you need to do some work on your foundation. Yeah. You know, I think there's there's repairs that can be made to to foundation even if you've even if you've you know, begun the building process, but I think looking out for some of those signs are important. Yeah. Because I I really think that a lot of us in life, we don't pay attention to what we're building on. And it's so easy to build on the wrong things.
1: Well, we're we're so busy focused on the exterior of what we're building that nobody, you know, right now. The
0: foundation isn't exciting.
1: Right. Like right now in Parkland, we are building our foundation. It's taking forever. It's frustrating to me. It's probably
0: good it's taking forever because it's your foundation. I
1: mean, they're digging footers. They're putting in the rebar. You know, that's, they'll eventually (laughs) pour the pad and then they'll set everything else on top of that. Yeah. And, you know, when they're out there, they're, they're doing density tests of the concrete that's being put in. They're doing density tests of the soil that they're putting those footers in. Why? Because they know that if that is not solid, then when the weight of the facility, when the weight of the roof, when the weight of Mm -hmm. sound systems and people and music, and Mm -hmm. when all those things are in there, if it's not solid, then one little mishap and boom, it's done.
0: I mean, you see this a lot in, in marriages and families, you know, when you don't have this solid relational foundation and you just kind of Build it on the kids and getting the house and, and all of the things that, that come with marriage and life. And then when something happens, there's no foundation or relational foundation to build on. So marriages crumble and you know, it's it, it's hard because foundation is important.
1: Yeah. And it I mean, that's a great example because mm-hmm. uh the years of divorce are year two. Mm-hmm. The fun's over. You know, mm-hmm. they're not perfect any longer. So was it
0: I haven't taken time to To build foundationally on my relationship and connect and
1: right, you know, year seven, we just had kids and now we have nothing in common. Like, you know,
0: and life is consumed by the kids.
1: And then year 25, the kids are gone
0: and we have nothing in common and we
1: don't even know each other. Yeah. Um, because we never focused on the important things, we focus on the peripheral things.
0: Well, and I think when it comes to foundation in life, whether it's relational or whether i mean actually it's all relational cuz it's either our relationship with god our relationship with our spouse our relationships with our boss you know foundation and all of those things are important and one of the one of the things that i was thinking about as you were talking was this idea of kind of soul care you know so many of us we when when we're stressed we go get a massage you know or when
1: or if you don't you should <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah right or it's like i need to escape i want to go on vacation we're trying to like escape escape life so many times and i was thinking if foundation is so important and foundationally the word of god our relationship with god soul care would be important there's a verse actually in third john third john 1 Verse two, and it says, Dear friends, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you. And then it says this, even as, so basically, just like your soul is getting along well. And so basically, it's saying all of these other things in life are connected to what's happening in your soul. Mm -hmm. And so, how do you think people can care for their soul better?
1: I mean, you know, I think we we hit on a lot of it this weekend, but if you were to continue on to the next verses mm-hmm. in that passage, he, he talks about their faithfulness yeah. to the word. Mm. And I think it's our faithfulness in doing the small things that nobody sees yep. that leads to the big things that everybody wants. Yeah. Like we all want to prosper in the exterior things in life, but it's about the interior things. And, and, and it's an inside job. Yeah. Um. Nobody really sees if you spend time reading your Bible. Nobody really sees if you spend time in prayer. Mm-hmm. Nobody really the sees hidden. the spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. And it's the discipline that creates the lifestyle and it's the lifestyle that creates the life. Mm-hmm. Um. But it starts with those disciplines and saying, man, I'm going to be Diligent, I'm gonna be uh, dedicated mm-hmm. to making this a part of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, the majority of people we 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 live in South Florida. Uh, we are a very vain culture. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with Everything's
0: that. Everything's exterior.
1: Everything's exterior. And here's the deal: we spend a lot of time on it. The majority of people go to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. They they try to eat well. Mm-hmm. They they have the disciplines for things that everybody sees. Right, but it's will you create those same disciplines for the things that maybe they can't see? But here's the thing that I know about your soul is that out of your soul everything else flows. Mm-hmm. So if you'll feed your soul, yep. if you'll nourish your soul, if you'll invest in your soul, mm-hmm. it will make everything else in your life better. Mm-hmm. You just don't see the benefits of it initially. Yep. It, it takes time. Yeah, um, you know it. It's it's easy now because we've been doing it so long that, that we understand, man, if I miss a couple of days of Bible reading, man, I I, I see it in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I can feel the difference. Yeah. It's it's like the difference between uh, you know, you you take you take a couple of weeks off or a week off from working out that when you go back, man, you can feel the effects of not working out for a week.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep,
1: because you're sore as can be. You know, it's it's all those, things. and I just think that it's it's us making, getting the plan, mm-hmm. and then working the plan. Yep, because the word of God, and I believe this, the word only works when you work the word. Yeah,
0: yep. And I, I mean, it can be intimidating to sit down and read the Bible, especially if it's not something that you've done. But again, it's just like anything. If you've never worked out, you just have to be consistent. Yeah. Even when it's hard and when it's difficult. And you're like people think that they should just sit down when they read and they don't understand it. They're like, well then I'm I'm not getting anything out of it. But sometimes it's just about the discipline and the diligence. And you don't even know like that the Bible is the very breath of God, the word of God like you were talking about. And whether I understand those words in the moment, God is still feeding my soul. Yeah. And there's something that is still growing within me, whether I know it or not. Just like if I go and exercise and I'm putting work in, I might not feel like in those moments, man, this is making a difference or I'm just sore. Or, But over time, consistently, you see the results in your life, even though you might not in that moment. And I I I wish that more and more people would develop that discipline in their life, and how? What are some of the ways that you you can do that?
1: I uh, I mean, I just I just want to piggyback on something you just that I was thinking in my mind. There's a verse in the the Beatitudes mm-hmm. um, where where Jesus says, "Those that hunger and thirst yep. after righteousness shall be filled," mm-hmm. and. And part of that is, is like, man, I wanna be in right standing. Righteousness is right standing with God. My hope for every person is that they would have, they would hunger and thirst to be in right standing with God, that my soul would be connected to my Creator in such a way that I'm hearing Him and I'm responding to His voice. And so many people want to hear God but they won't open up his word to the word that, that he has already spoken. Mm-hmm. Not only has he already spoken, but he's still speaking through them. I, I spoke to so many people this last and as they walked out and said, you know, it's so amazing to me over the years that I've been reading God's word that what a verse has meant to me in one season and yep. then what it's meant to me in this season is so different. They're like it's so weird that God can do that, and it goes back to where Hebrews tells us that the Word of God is living and active. Yep. Yep. It's 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 alive and it's active. So
0: for our situation, for and our situation, and for through.
1: our season, yep. and what we need to hear in that moment—that's mm-hmm. going to nourish our soul, encourage our soul, build our soul, uh, correct our soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. It's 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 there for so many things that are so important. In our lives, and if we would if we would see that, we go okay. I, I I get that. So practically, what does that look like? I I think one of the ways is a method called SOAP. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that I know both of us have used for years. I we have connect groups that are SOAP yeah. groups. That is is such an easy way of like, hey, here's where you can start. In fact, we've led some little discipleship groups over the years, and one of the things we make everybody do is we make them read one chapter of scripture mm-hmm. every day. Yep. And then soap. And soap is basically a, a way of journaling mm-hmm. uh, where every day you read a chapter and you pick one verse from that, mm-hmm. that chapter. That's the scripture. That's the S of the soap. Mm-hmm. And then you make an observation about what's happening. Like, what is that saying to the people that are there? Yeah. So here's my observation of what God is saying or what's happening here. And then the A is an application. Like, what does that mean for me? Mm-hmm. What does that look like for my life? And then P is prayer. Like, here's my prayer with that. And it's just something simple that you're taking time, that you're uh, digesting mm-hmm. that scripture, you know, and getting- it
0: doesn't really take that much time. No, I
1: mean, in 15 minutes, you could have an awesome read a chapter and soap and be like, man, I just really got something because you're looking, going into it looking for intentionality. Mm-hmm. So instead of like, oh, I'm just reading, mm-hmm which can feel, it can feel boring. Yeah. This is like, okay, God, what are you trying to say to me? Like, what are you trying to reveal to me today? And you go into it with that mentality. And here's what I found. If you're looking for something, you'll find something.
0: Well, there's one thing you just said, you know, it'll take you 15 minutes. And I wish people would realize 15 minutes a day can be transformational to your life. Yes. And we can all find 15 minutes to sit down and to open an app on our phone or to open our Bible and our journal and just and just do something, and that 15 minutes repeated over time, like that foundation gets stronger and stronger and stronger, but it's 15 minutes, Yeah, 15 minutes, people, everybody wants just this quick fix. What, tell me what to do. And it's just like, you want just this pie in the sky, do this one thing and everything will change, but it's, it's disciplines, it's spiritual disciplines. 15 minutes.
1: Well, what's so funny is is people go, well, where 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 do you find all your material at? And where do you, you know, mm-hmm. um we'll have we we'll have early morning prayer days where somebody that was supposed to be leading that prayer day, this has happened to both yeah. you and I. Yeah. They they won't show up, you know, or they'll be sick or something. And and they're like a minute before they're like, hey can one of you go do something? And you know what I do? I go I go to my YouVersion Bible app. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pull up my notes and yeah. in my notes from my reading, I'm like, what can I talk about? And in there, there's I have like entire outlines of messages from mm-hmm. soaping
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I mean, that's what'll happen. I'll just, it's like, oh my goodness. Well, here I can talk yeah. about this and I'll end it. And somebody will walk up to me and be like, man, you need to preach that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where a lot of it comes from. It comes from my daily time with God. Yep. God speaking to me and changing me mm-hmm. and confronting me and mm-hmm. challenging me. And, ch- you know, all these things are happening because I, I don't think you can preach something without living something. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. God God normally challenges me before I ever have to challenge you. Yep. And it just, it happens through those things. The majority mm-hmm. of it comes out of just spending time with God.
0: I know in this in this season you you don't even know this but God God has been challenging me a lot lately because I know that God has so much for every single one of us but sometimes it is going back to some of those disciplines that prepare you for what he wants for what he wants you to do and and in this season I just like I want to grow in some areas of my life and God keeps keeps telling me um like what you feed will grow mm-hmm. right and there's a lot of times that i come home at the end of the day and i'm i'm tired and i just kind of want a mental break and so it's easy for me to sit down and just check out with watching tv or watching netflix but in the season god's just been saying what you feed will grow and so i've been sitting down and reading a book or you know doing another soap or something like that and it's kind of you will prosper as your soul prospers you know like i feel my soul growing in those moments which leaves me with less anxiety which i feel more confident and and they i mean and that again it's like replacing something that is mindless or whatever with a different a different thing that feeds my soul yeah and it i it makes such a difference if we can just what you feed grows and if we want something to grow like let's feed into those things and i think it can can make a huge impact. Let me ask you this: What is your favorite book of the Bible?
1: Mm, Proverbs.
0: Proverbs. Why? Yeah,
1: because it's it's all about wisdom. It's mm-hmm. little quick one liners mm-hmm. that. So basically, every day I'll read, I, you know there's 31 yep. chapters in the book of Proverbs, yep. and so every day there's a proverb a day. Yeah, you know, this
0: is an easy thing to do.
1: Yeah, and so every day I read a proverb.
0: Yep, me too
1: and it just it just sets the tone it's just those little little idioms
0: mm-hmm.
1: or axioms I, th- I think it's axioms <laughs> not idioms uh, axioms that you know are these small things that you can take
0: and they're really powerful
1: powerful and, and apply the principles mm-hmm. to your life and so it's a simple thing i i mean secondary i would i would say the book of james is actually one of my favorite books mm-hmm. uh, i do like first and second peter as well there, there's like we a nice you
0: really are the same person I think. you and i we just Scary sometimes.
1: It is. Um, uh, so but Proverbs would definitely be my I it's something I've done. I've I've been a, a Christ follower since uh nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. And since nineteen ninety-eight, I've basically done Proverbs a day almost that entire time.
0: Mm-hmm. I know it's 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 awesome. Okay, what's your favorite verse? Ooh. <laughs> Uh Oh, crickets.
1: No, I'm just, I mean, there's a lot of,
0: I know there's a lot of,
1: it, it there's like different favorite verses for different favorite things.
0: I think you, there's one that I used to hear you say all the time. And it's the one that's like, I beat my body and I make it my slave. slave so so that, that
1: after I preach the gospel, I myself will not be disqualified it's, it's for about, the prize.
0: It's about discipline. Like we, 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 we give up some things so that we can get to the end of our race so that we can be a better wife or husband or yeah. employee or mom or dad or spouse, whatever whatever that is requires us kind of taking some time to submit in those I, moments. I mean,
1: honestly, if I had a live verse, it'd probably be Proverbs 3, 4, and 5, trust in the Lord or mm. trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. Yep. And I think that just from a principality, principle standpoint, trust mm-hmm. the Lord with all of your heart and lean not like, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to my understanding. I'm going to go to God's word. Yeah. And it, if I'll allow him to direct my path,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he'll change everything. Yeah. And you know, it's the opposite mentality. I'm going to lean on what I know, what I feel, what I experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to trust my gut. I'm going to trust my intuition. No, no, no. I'm going to trust God. Yeah. I'm going to put my trust there. Yep. And I'm going to trust his ways. Yep. And if if I do that, mm-hmm. then everything else always works out for me. might not be what I always planned or wanted. But God causes all things to work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So if I'm following his path, I'm called according to his purpose. Mm -hmm. And that puts me in the right position every single time.
0: Yep, yep.
1: You know, I I talked about it this weekend where I I said, you know, there's just some people you see, it's just like God just always seems to work Mm -hmm. in their life.
0: It's because they're working the word.
1: It's because they're Mm -hmm. working the word in Mm -hmm. their life. So. God is faithful mm-hmm. to what he said. And if, if he said it and I'll do it, mm-hmm. then he's going to do what he said in my life.
0: I know. I wish, I, wish you, I could just make people do this 15 minutes or this one thing because it's so transformational to every other area of life.
1: Yeah. And I don't do it for, you know, I would call it the favor of God. But I feel like there's like I have the I get all kinds of unbelievable opportunities and to mm-hmm, do things mm-hmm. and experience things and people are like man you just you're just so lucky no 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 that's that's the favor and the faithfulness of doing it God's way
0: mm-hmm. yep totally
1: and if I'll continue to do that, yep. I'll continue to live that
0: yep you will prosper even as
1: your soul you prospers
0: so one last question I feel like this is kind of like a little lightning round with random questions what is one thing that god's been challenging you in lately ooh here we go again with the silence
1: i mean <laughs> it's uh i mean you know this cuz you live with me but it's it's to be a little bit more physically healthy so mm-hmm. i i've been going to the gym you've been
0: doing a great job and
1: doing that kind of stuff which is killing it has been a challenge because I don't... Like, I'd rather do other things. I know. (laughs) I would... And so, it's great that I have all these other aspects of my life that are good, but I was neglecting Mm -hmm. this aspect of my Mm -hmm. life.
0: Okay. That's awesome. Well... Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I wanna challenge you guys this week. If you haven't been doing it, take 15 minutes out of your day, read a chapter of the Bible, read a Proverbs, whatever that looks like for you, grab your devotional, but take 15 minutes every day to spend with God. Let's work on our foundation. Let's work on our soul and take care of our soul so that we can see the rest of our life flourish. We'll see you guys back here next weekend.